Good morning. It is Monday. Bobby slept over all weekend at Byron's house. <laughs> yeah. he, the helicopter couldn't come till today to ship him out of here because he didn't want to make the drive again. <laughs> uh, it's me, Mark Hutchins. I'm back. Byron behind the glass. And, you know, usually Jeremy, it's, car, it's kind of tough to call myself the magic man, but that's what Jeremy calls me. But uh, it's the magic man. He's the magic man. Yes, I'm magical. We got Bironovich behind the glass. And, hey. and Jeremy's out again. Uh, again, we're missing him this week. Uh, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, you know. Whoa, whoa. I'm not missing him. I'm just telling you. Uh, well, you, you know, have to because you guys listening. work together. So maybe he won't hear me say this, but <laughs> he'll be listening. We do. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love yeah. it. But uh, but yeah, we're back Monday, and if you know that familiar voice, it's Bobby Lieb. Uh, he's back in the house with us for probably a couple more days too. We're going to talk about what's going down. We appreciate you being in here again. And uh, if you missed uh, last week Fridays when he came on the first day, go listen to that episode on SoundCloud.com. Or here on the dose, just text daily dose, all one word to 77948. Get it on your phone every morning. So, uh, we were talking about relationships, guys. It's important. Uh, talked a little bit about the fr- frustrations of that and not answering the phone and, and just being conscious of our peers because it's a small business. And regardless of being thousands, 40 some odd thousand agents, or there's more than that now, but whatever, active, let's call it, um, you're going to run cr- cross paths again. If you plan on being in this business for a bit, you're going to cross paths again. So, uh, go back and listen. But uh, today we want to kind of talk about the, the market, like what's happening. And, you know, one thing I always say, if you don't, is go go look and or buy uh, Cromford Report. Uh, you also can get it from us, too. We have uh, uh, we get the reports that uh, Tina does for us and the classes that Liz over at Bison Ventures does as well for us. Um, but uh, it's a real good breakdown of, of the of like a three month period. So. I wanted to get your take though, Bobby, because your previous years, uh, really your, your, all your years, three years of, of real estate have, have been uh, primarily listing heavy, um, you know, mainly because of, I know you, you're heavy with, with your marketing, your farming and your, and those relationships and you kind of being the name in the central corridor area, central Phoenix area. Um, but obviously it's changed now with having 4,300 listings right now in the market approximately, um, what have you done to change or how has that impacted the listing side of your business? And how have you been able to get to 30 million already this year so far in business? Cause that it's almost like, do we even have that much? Obviously <laughs> right. we do, but right. you've already done that. So maybe you can share a little bit of, of how you made that adjustment in obviously a pretty quick period of time. You know, what would I tell you? Uh, I did a previous podcast of yours. I always tell you how on, on January 1st, uh, a new year's Eve night, everybody's sleeping. And I'm like, okay, my, my sales are at zero January 1st. My, Volume is zero. Everyone's at zero. Yeah, what, what do I do? And, and I really, uh, I'm staying up all night going, everybody else is hungover, passed out. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do different? And predominantly, you're right. The last 10 years, I've been lucky enough to sell 120 homes pretty much average a year yeah. as a single uh, agent, as you said. Um, but a <laughs> lot of it, yeah, individual, individual agent. But probably, I'd say 75 to 80% of that's always listings, mm-hmm. uh, which made it kind of easy because then, the people that are I'm selling their homes, some of them become buyers. Now, what I'm finding this year, I've actually closed 30. Uh, I've got probably about 15 in escrow. Probably it's about 50-50. Okay. Um, and what I'm finding is you, you really have to amp your advertising up. I fi- I'm finding from my perspective, even though I've been doing this for as long as I have, almost 30 years, you cannot take it for granted your successes you had over the previous year, because one thing I, I said it probably to, in a, I keep the word podcast. It's amazing. I keep saying that like I really know what it is. But <laughs> anyway, but what, what I what I understood though, uh, what I want you guys out there to understand is clients are not loyal. 
Uh, when, when my kids went to a particular school, they really aren't. I crazy. was the star realtor for four years. And as soon as my kids graduate, those people forget you. Another <laughs> star realtor comes in there. So you got to realize it's the same thing in, in the industry. In, in our area, uh, I'm now 65, which sounds kind of weird, but I'm doing this for a long time. 65, really? I know, yeah. You don't look at it. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's very nice. Uh, I guess you want me to stay for the rest of the I, podcast. You'll be nice to, to yeah, You're Byron's, sucking out. Byron's getting the checkbook out. He's <laughs> getting the checkbook out. your loyalty. Yeah. I, wor- I worked out today, so I look like one year younger. But you know what? <laughs> you, you know, you know, beef up before you, you got here? You got it, man. I pumped up and did some ways. But you know what, what you know is that the people that that are in our area, there's a lot of younger agents. Their kids are now going to school. Yep. They have an edge because they're in a they're in an area with all the kids, uh, three or four or five, 1,200 kids at a school. I got to do something different. So I amped my advertising up. I really went more postcards and just, uh, and one thing I've, I've always said, I don't call myself a luxury agent. I Like this year, uh, 30 homes, I have 11 of them have been over a million, but there's a lot that haven't been. I'm doing patty homes. I'll do anything. And what I think- I like pe- to hear that, by the yeah. way. Sorry, okay. I don't mean to cut you That's off. That's okay. But, you know, you're, you're 30 years as a veteran in, you, you've, you've been in an area which primarily does have a high price point, but you, and it's not that you do any area, but you're right. saying, look- I will, you're going to help the of course. people. And I love that. Well, because if you look, look uh, let's take a, a $400,000 condo. I know we all used to get lucky enough to get paid 3%. Who knows what you get paid now? Two and a half percent. It's still 10 grand and, and at the end of the day. So to sit here and go snub your nose and go, I'm not going to list this condo. What I do, what I like, that condo, wherever it is, it's another sign. Um, which I, which I want to have as many out there. But I really sign. think so you have to put, you have to amp your advertising up, and I, I, I do it with postcards. I do it with newsletters. I'm now doing, going back to my roots when I first started 30 years ago, personalized letters. Um, I'm actually, say, dear Mr. Homeowner, Miss Homeowner. Like literally personal. Um, you're going personal, in. yeah. I don't know how to do that. I've got somebody helping me do that. I have no clue <laughs> how to do that. But I'm doing, but but you know, instead of saying occupant or whatever, it's got it's a letter. They have to open up the envelope, and it's like, hey, guys, I've been doing this a long time. You know, and it's just working. I mean, it's really. I was going to say, how effective? Maybe, and because you've been doing it so long, obviously right. in that area, how effective do you find your direct mail or your, your your pieces that go out? Because I know a lot of people try that and they give up probably too right. early, right? That's just how it is. I it like takes, it when they give up early. It's yes. great for yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah. There's that time frame. You're like, you get six or seven in your mailbox, you know, and then it goes back <laughs> to that one person right, after right, six months. Right. So, because you've been at it doing the the mail pieces consistently for. 30 years. I mean, it's something, yeah, always sending always something, something. Out. Yeah. So, and it's, so it's obviously showing effective, but still today, the way people, you know, you know, get their information, you're still finding the mail piece is, is effective. I am. I tell you the, the one word that really stands out is consistency because you, yeah. you have to do it as long as I've been doing it. I want to think that I'm the best, like everybody else thinks are the best in the area, but you can't stop. No. You have to have a budget that you advertise with. And just, that's I mean, it. I, I'm doing, you know, sometimes 2,000 postcards. And they're not as, it's not as expensive as you think the title companies will help you. I know you guys have preferred title company and mortgage company do. But the postage is half when you do bulk mail. So that, yeah. but, but I find you, you have to do something almost every month. And when you stop doing it, you're giving the other realtors an advantage. And, I, and I, it's funny. I don't see a lot of people spending money right now, which gives me that little bit of an advantage edge, yeah. until this podcast goes out. Now everybody's going to do it. <laughs> They're all going to be like, yeah, yeah oh, got, gosh. <laughs> but please don't do it North Central, though. Go somewhere well, they're else. They're only going to do it for like go, two months. Go, right, go, so. go in Chandler. Go, but, but you've got to be consistent. That's one thing I, I said in, in the, your, your deal the other day, your class, is you've got to spend, you've got to put a budget aside. 
and go, look, I'm going to spend, if it's 500 bucks a month, if it's $1,000 a month, uh, whatever it is, you've got to do it all the way through all 12 months. You can't stop because there's always, you know, like I'll do, I'll go after the luxury market for part of the month where I'll send out, here's homes I've sold over a million but then I'll follow that back up. The second part of the month, these are homes I've sold for three or four or 500,000. Because if you get stereotyped as only a luxury agent or only a condo agent or whatever it is, you're going to alienate half the market. So I try to just do it to hit to everybody, In have a area. different geographical area that, that I send it to. But, you know, I find now that it's, I used to have, uh, two years ago, I'd have 15, 20 listings at a time. I may have three or four now, and I've been lucky enough that selling 30 houses this year, 20, 20 of them were probably listings that I got in one day, uh, which is like, I, you know, I, I didn't really do a, have to do a lot. I listed it, and I got the price. But the hard part, too, is <laughs> what's a home worth? And, you know, everybody thinks because of the Internet, Zillow, and all these uh, other companies, it is so hard to price a home, and you can't use the comps that are in the neighborhood because every seller you're dealing with right now feels that they know more than you do as an agent. And it's a battle. You got it. But that's where I think the experience for me helps. That I, I go, look, I understand that Zillow or one of the other sites, if anybody from Zillow listing this, I apologize. But but if Zillow says the home is worth 1.3, I'm going, that's just not realistic. Here's the comps. But the sellers are brainwashed because they've talked to some other people Again, the advantage I've been doing this for a long time helps me. Some of the other companies out there that are feeding them the crap. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. That's what they're doing. It, it, they're feeding it, it to you because they know they can right now. They are. So, and and yeah. it's it's because and there it is competitive. But, you know, again, though, you still look at what your consistency, and I love the word consistency because it's true because obviously consistency, a couple things. Number one, ultimately enough times they're all going to see you. Right. And then it's never – you could go eight months – a mailer's going out and nothing happens. But on the eight month, that's right. when somebody has to do something and right. they call you because right. they're used to seeing you. I tell people that all the time. So, but uh, back to the, just kind of how you've gone to, you know, really 50-50 call it of buyers to listings. So on, in order to be that on the buyer side, did you focus on your, your sphere, your database to tap into that, to kind of attract some of those buyers? Or were you doing when those marketing pieces were going out, are they, were they geared towards getting a buyer so what what really did it look like when you said, oh, crap, the listing, the inventory's done here. I got to be working with buyers more. Or is it just because it's been so long in the business and you your name's there, your your database is there, and your phone's ringing? You know, I, I just kind of curious on the what you did when you made the pivot. That's a long question. So refra- <laughs> I'll rephrase. No, it's okay. How did you, uh, how did you pivot to get 50-50 buyers? You know what's interesting? <laughs> You know what's interesting? I try to be thorough. No, you did thorough. Yeah, you, you lost me in your first word there. You oh, know, you know geez. what? You know Thanks what? I, you know lot. what? You know what's funny <laughs> is a lot of the buyers I have now are wanting to put their house on the market. So I've got I've never had I've got a list now of about 15, 20 people, which hopefully they're not they have other agents to work with. So too. like sell by situations. Yeah, that that when when, when they're ready, um, please let me know. And the interesting thing is, four of them that we sold the last two weeks just happened to be listings that I got that fit this particular buyer um, and then allowed me to sell their house. So it's almost like reverse order. It used to be sell their house and then buy. Now it's buy their house. And we're having to give 60 extra days, you know, for, for people to stay in their house um, in order to make it happen. But really, it's just, I, I think that is is because I've known these people for a long time. And they're frustrated because they, 
They maybe work with somebody else that didn't have knowledge of the area that I sell in. Um, and it, it maybe it was a family member. I've seen a few family members that are, are, are frustrated with their relatives because it's, again, it comes back to relationship there. So I've been lucky enough on that, but it's hard. I mean, it, it's like, you know, uh, I'll, and I'll, I'll be on listing appointments and sometimes it used to be, I could, I would know right then and there if I'm going to get the listing. Sometimes they're waiting a little bit, but I've seen a lot of these buyers now that it's, they're, they, they're just struggling because they, maybe they want to come to town their family or they're moving here, job. And they, I'm getting more and more of those sellers or those people that are homeowners that are calling me saying, look, my client's moving to North Central. I know this is your area. Here's what they're looking for. So the relationships definitely play a big part of it. People mm-hmm. are referring their friends to me because I've worked this area for a long, long time. But it's hard work. I mean, it, but, it, but it's paid it off that is. I've been doing this for a long enough time and not, you know, giving up. So we've been talking to you about winning the deal, and um, we had Brian Gubernick in a couple weeks ago on uh, Homeward. I don't know if you've heard of any of the programs that are out there where it allows you to, like the situation that you're talking about with the seller, where they they've got a they've got to sell, but to, to in order to buy, right. but their whole situation of staying in the home or you know finding a place to rent or whatever it is, where Homeward comes in allows them to purchase that home, the next one they're buying, for cash, right, and then they sell, move in, then sell their previous home and then do the permanent financing in place on the new place. But the, it also empowers the buyer now to be a cash buyer with no contingency or financing. Same goes with the buyers where homeward comes in, allows them to buy as cash. And then once they close and fund is when the permit is right. put in place. Have you, have you done any of that looked into any of that or, or, or considered that or heard about it? Really? Uh, are you really asking me that question? Yeah. Have I ever done that? Well, not not done it. No, but right, no. Currently, right I, now, it's, like too, it's, it's too complicated for me. Well, I'll tell no, you, it, and that's, we that's, we have it in our company too. Yeah, and, and I, you know what, I I haven't done that. I know we have that. I know you guys have they that. They take the complicated out of. I could say I, that, I which know. is pretty cool because yeah. it used to be pretty like you know. I know Knock was doing it for a bit. Right, right. And that one was like you know their buy box, their their right. their parameters was was all over the place. But you know, I bring it up because it's created uh, uh, some for us within the brokerage. You know, I think we've completed about ten now. That's great. Where these were situations where our right. agents couldn't even get the the buyer placed, or you know, get the seller off the fence because of that. So it's a unique product, but just you know, regardless. No, um, I know, and I yeah. know you guys have it. I so said we have it. I think I, I've still been a conventional person. I do it the old fashioned way, like everything I do is the old fashioned way. But old it, it fashioned, works. Bobby, it works. Yeah, but I I know there there are companies that do that. Um, I just been lucky enough, but it, it's really especially if you're gonna do this for a long time, it's staying in it and making sure whether it be the, the sellers, but I, I target the same area over and over again. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough that these well, people remember me. And, and, and it, I think it's great too. I think part, like when I asked my long question about how you pivoted, <laughs> I don't really think you, you need too much. It's just because of the relationships, because of your consistency in your area and what you've done, you're, you're known, right? So, and that, t- that, that's something you can't buy. That's something you have to right. build, right? You can't just, buy that name. Yeah. You can spend a whole bunch, I guess, but it, it's going to take time. Right. But you did it where one day you started and you've been consistent for that many years. And that is what stands the test of time. But also it's what allows you to be a buyer's agent or a seller's right. agent when the market changes, because they know in this demographic, you're the guy, which. I, well, I, again, I goes to, you know, what I said last segment is not only the relationships you have with other agents, the relationships you have with 
the buyers and sellers out there. And 100%. you can't, I mean, there's times that you want to just scream at them, <laughs> well, but you, you kind of bite the we bullet. All <laughs> we all do. Yeah. yeah. You muffle, you kind yeah. of bite your finger. Totally. So, well, Hook, let's end there today. We'll be back tomorrow. Another episode with Bobby Lee. Appreciate today. Thanks for our sponsors. VIP Mortgage, Alliance Property Inspections, Bison Ventures, and Horizon Pools. It's getting hot out there. Need a good pool company. They're awesome. Get your pool clean. Get it by the professionals out there so you can swim in a blue pool, not a green one. So have a good day, guys. We'll chat tomorrow. Bye.